0.6 grams protein and 0.0 grams fat for 12 ounces. You know the saying, look good, feel good, play good? Well, the guy's place can help with the first two. You might not be able to dunk after a haircut there, but you'll certainly be looking the part. And don't worry about missing the game while you're getting a trim. The Guy's Place has plenty of TV, so you can watch every second of the action. The Guy's Place also has all the hair and beard products you need to keep looking fresh between cuts. So get over to the Guy's Place in Marquette, or check out their brand new location in Houghton on Sharon Avenue. And make sure you like them on Facebook. Let's have a chat about your debit card. The card you use for the things you buy every day. What if you could get cash back every time you bought those things? Well, now you can. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit. Just open a Discover bank account and start earning 1% cash back on up to $3,000 in debit card purchases every month automatically. Plus, there are no monthly fees or minimum balances. Now you can get cash back on the way you like to pay. Open a Discover bank account and get the debit card with cash back. Go to discoverbank.com slash debit. Limitations apply. Excludes money market accounts. Discover Bank member FDIC. Tonics. Fresh savings now. You know, one of the things I love about shopping at Todd Econo Foods is the amount of community involvement. Yes, I shop there because of the fresh produce and full-service meat counter and the incredible deli. But it also makes me feel good to shop somewhere that does so much charity work for our community. Just one more reason to shop at Todd Econo Foods. Todd Econo Foods. Fresh savings now. For over a decade, you've been listening to Upper Michigan's premier sports station, ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming, Marquette. And now it's time for Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. Good evening and welcome to Gwynn in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan for tonight's girls basketball championship game between the Westwood Patriots and the Gwynn Model Towners. It is the championship game of District 66 in Division 3. Westwood gets set to take on Gwynn. My name's Tanner Hoops alongside Jared Koski. Jim Koski is our in-studio producer and engineer. Delighted to have you along for what should be a fantastic basketball game. Already a fantastic atmosphere being set. The place continues to fill up. We're still about 20 minutes away from tip-off. But these two teams know what's at stake. Close proximity between the schools, campus to campus, and two teams that know each other very well as conference opponents. Westwood comes in at 21-1. Gwynn, meanwhile, is 12-9. The Patriots won both regular season meetings against the Model Towners, 51-41 at our place on January 22nd, and then 49-26 here back on February the 21st. That game, by the way, Westwood's most recent in this building, clinched a conference championship. The last time that Gwynn won in this series was January 26th of 2016. The Patriots have won six in a row against the Model Towners. Jared, all that's nice and it favors Westwood, but it means nothing once we start this basketball game tonight. No, right, all those records are washed. Everybody else is done in this district, and uh, these are the last two standing, and any anything goes tonight. The game is a one-time deal, and that's it. Two teams have had very different roads getting here. Gwynn got a first-round bye. Westwood did not. The Patriots had two of the toughest teams in the UP 
and they beat them both handily. Nagani on Monday, 49-37. Park River Harris on Wednesday, 63-45. Westwood hasn't even trailed in this postseason. Gwynn, meanwhile, really struggled for the first three quarters of their tournament opener, the district final on Wednesday against Ishpeming. That game was played here, and then they finally turned it on in the fourth quarter, forced overtime, and they get a buzzer-beating win to get to the district final, and Gwynn will snap a three-game losing streak that they carried into the postseason. Westwood as a team averaging 55 points a game, 29 rebounds, 14 assists to 14 turnovers, shooting 43% from the field, 37 from behind the arc, and 73 at the foul line. Ten-game winning streak for Westwood, the only loss again January 18th at Nagani. When, again, they came into the postseason on a losing streak, they dropped their final three games, and that hurt them a little bit going into the tournament because they didn't play well in any of those games. They were held below 45 in all of them. The offense struggled, and somehow they were able to get it going after a slow start through three quarters. You know, Ben Olsen's done this for a while, and he's ridden the ship before, and he knows what it takes to get a team out of a slump, and we're just hoping they've cooled off a little bit tonight. That's for sure. Uh, Coach Olson does have his teams prepared and ready to play, and I'm sure he'll have some different things for the Patriots to look at tonight that they haven't seen all year. I know he starts working on things sometimes mid-year that he doesn't show until he uh, has a month and a half of practice with them, and then he pops it out in a, in a time in a game that's very important, and uh, I, I know he'll have a wrinkle like that, and hopefully the Patriots can adjust to it. Well, and if there's a game to do a few of those wrinkles, this would be it. The Patriots are heavily favored coming into play tonight. A lot of those that aren't involved in this game heavily favor Westwood. But that's exactly the kind of game that a team who's coming in as the underdog can thrive on because all the pressure is on Westwood to win this game. Gwynn is in a situation where maybe you can look at it as everything beyond this is gravy and what have you. They've got nothing to lose, so they're going to pull out all the stops. Yeah, they get definitely get to play with the nothing-to-lose card tonight. So, uh... You know, Patriots got to take care of business, get the ball up the court, get it in the basket a few times, get the nerves out, and go on and do what they do. Well, the winner of tonight's game not only wins the District 66 title, they get a move on to the regional tournament. The semifinals start Monday. We will play in Escanaba against the winner of West Iron County and Calumet. Those two are playing tonight in Calumet. They split the regular season series. We'll keep an eye on that one as well as several others throughout the UP. Marquette girls leading Traverse City West 32-5. That game was at halftime. Menominee leading Gladstone 30-24. That game also at the break. Let's take a timeout and hear from head coach Kurt Corcoran. More pregame after this on ESPN-UP. Squeaky clean, warm and soft. Memories made, steamy hot. Early days. On the run, time alone, family fun, peace of mind, guaranteed, friendly face in time of need. That's household, household appliance. That's household, household appliance. US 41, Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjork and Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or a fire, 
the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance as you. In this moment, what matters is that your independent insurance agent and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit Iron Range Agency in Ishpeming today at ironrangeagency.com. Make the change to Iron Range. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Frank Epke continues on ESPN-UP, speaking with head coach Kurt Corcoran before his team takes on Gwynn. Well, Coach, no one can say you're not battle-tested. Had to play two really good teams, beat them both handily to get here. How's your team feeling entering play tonight? I think we're I think we're pretty focused. Uh, it was the quietest bus ride that we've ever had uh, going anywhere, and I think that was just due to the girls' a little bit of you know a little bit of nerves, a little bit of just listening to some music, getting into getting into game mode. Um, same with me, us, all the coaches. We all just kind of sat there. We didn't talk, and normally we're you know we're chit chatting about different things. But uh, I think we're kind of we're locked in and, and ready to go. A little bit of a different atmosphere for your guys playing in a district final. Do you try to simplify it down? This is just another game, or do you want them to embrace this kind of a stage? No, you can't. Just it's not just another game. Uh, I think we gotta we gotta get up a little bit more for it and and understand the ramifications. Right? You 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 win, you go on. You lose, you go home. Um, and, and we try to we, we try to explain to them the. The, the, the student section uh, this is a rowdy student section here not to let them get into your head don't get rattled um, and really just just come out and like I've told you before let's just let's do what we do well you know we got up we got in the uh, on the whiteboard in the locker room you know defense wins championships that's what that's what got us here we're gonna score some points uh, we just got to do a good job defensively or on our defensive rotations and switches and and um, just our, our communication overall give me some keys to a win tonight defense defense and you know we uh, it's what, what's what's Ben going to throw at us is he going to try to keep it in the 30s is he going to hold it is he going to throw us what is some different kind of zone we haven't seen before uh, so but like I've told you you know we've seen it all we're ready so uh, we just got to stay poised and, and, and play Westwood basketball Kirk Corcoran girls basketball coach at Westwood appreciate it as always coach see you afterwards thanks Tanner take a time out more after this on ESPN UP Eagle Mine is a proud supporter of local high school sports. At Eagle, safety is our number one priority for our employees and our community, and especially for our children. With school back in session, that means sharing the road with school buses. Be alert and ready to stop when you see a school bus when overhead lights or warning lights are flashing. Let's all do our part to protect our children by keeping them safe. This message is brought to you by Eagle Mine. The temperatures may be falling, but M-Bank savings rates are staying high. If you're feeling frosty, RCD rates will warm you up. For a limited time, M-Bank is offering some of the best rates available on CDs. Stop by your local M-Bank branch today and talk with one of our friendly client specialists to see how much we can help your wallet grow. Visit bankmbank.com for rates and for more details. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. There's some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of that car to you is now a fair price. Well, Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle that they can stand behind. They're completely inspected and clean. The new car smell is gone from some of them, but you know that you're getting a car that will work for you. 
Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales has a lot full of vehicles that might be perfect for you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, US 41, Ishpeming. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. On ESPN-UP, just about set for tip-off in this District 66 championship game. Here are tonight's starting lineups. Beginning with Westwood running the point, Madeline Koski, a 5'6 junior, 15.8 points, 4.4 assists per game. Those are both team highs. She's joined in the backcourt by Tessa Lease, a 5'6 junior, 15.5 points, 5.5 rebounds per. Emily Nelson, the third guard in Westwood's lineup, a 5'9 junior, 1.7 points and 2 rebounds per game. Carly Patron in the front court, a 5'7 junior, 8.6 rebounds a game. And rounding out the starting lineup, Natalie Prophet, a 5'8 freshman, 9.7 points, 7.7 rebounds. The head coach is Kirk Corcoran, assisted by Herb Dieterle. Those are the Westwood Patriots, record 21-1. Now the starting lineup for the Gwynn Model Towners. Brooke Manor is a 5'6 senior, averaging 13.8 points and 4 rebounds a contest. Also in the starting lineup at guard, Mallory Delmont, a 5'8 senior, 7.5 points, 3.5 rebounds a game. She is committed to Finlandia. Marissa Delmont, the hero from Wednesday night with a game winner at the buzzer to bypass Ishpeming. 5'8 senior, averaging 17.6 points, 3.5 rebounds a game. Emily Curtis is a 5'7 junior. She averages 5 points and 5.5 rebounds per game. And rounding out the starting lineup is Trisha McGuire, a 5'9 senior. She averages 3 points and a rebound per. She is committed to Bay College. The head coach is Ben Olson. He's assisted by Bill Hill and Jamie Galechner. Those are the Gwynn Model Towners, their record 12-9. and nine. Just about set to get it started here at Gwynn High School. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski on the call tonight. Should be a fantastic game between these two. The first meeting back in January at Westwood High School was. Westwood didn't play well for the first three quarters of that game. Really started turning it on and at one point went on a 12 nothing run. Tessa Lease made three consecutive triples to get Westwood out in front for good. And then the second meeting, the most recent, was here. Westwood really Really didn't have trouble in that game. Got out to a 10-0 lead, and boy, wouldn't it be nice to do that again? Oh, that'd be the the way you would write it up if you could, is to jump out to a quick lead. But uh, you're on the road. You got a big, big crowd here in Gwynn. I mean, they have their top open on the other side. Most of those other teams that know that come here, that top's very rarely open. But it's almost full up there. The Westwood side is completely full. The Gwynn side is completely full across from the players, and it's an atmosphere, that's for sure. Not quite standing room only, but it's very close, and we're very close to tipping off what should be a fantastic girls' high school basketball game. Let's take our last time out for the playing of the national anthem. We'll have tip-off next. You're listening to Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. Changes, they happen. Here at First Bank, we'll help you through those changes. New home, new job, newly retired, we have the accounts and services that fit. Sure, we have today's technology, but we also have face-to-face individual local care you won't find everywhere. Our goal is simple, to help our customers. Isn't it the right time to make First Bank your bank? We have what you're looking for. Find a location near you. Marquette Ishpeming, first-bank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette are excited for high school basketball playoffs with these deals. Smithfield All-Natural Baby Back Pork Ribs, $2.99 a pound. Black Angus Boneless Beef Country Style Ribs, a family pack for $3.33 a pound. Smithfield Fresh and Natural Boneless Pork Country Style Ribs, a family pack for $1.66 a pound. Smithfield Baby Back Pork Rib Portions, $1.99 a pound. And Smithfield St. Louis Style Seasoned Pork Ribs for $3.33 a pound. Prices are good through March 16th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, visit stayactiveup.com. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. If you're a recent high school or college graduate and still have a passion for the games you played in school, still remember the thrill of putting on the uniform? Why don't you help us out and become a registered high school game official? Get out there and give something back to our kids. Visit the MHSA website for more information. There's help wanted, just whistle. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. High school hoops on a Friday night in early March. The madness is here. Westwood gets set to take on Gwynn. Once again, the starters, in case you missed them before the break. For Westwood, it's Kosky, Lee, Nelson, Prophet, and Patron. For Gwynn, five guards, Manor, Delmont, Delmont, McGuire, and Curtis. Westwood wearing the traveling Navy uniforms with red numerals outlined in white. Gwynn is wearing their home white uniforms with gold numerals outlined in black. Winner is on to the regional semifinals Monday night in Escanaba. Loser will see their season come to an end. Can Westwood complete the season sweep and then some, or will the third time be the charm for the model towners? Westwood and Gwynn just about set to tip off as the starters are introduced over the PA system. Once again, Tanner Hoops here at Koski on the call. Glad to have you along on ESPN-UP, 93.3 FM or 970 AM. Online at our website, ESPNUP.com, or on the ESPNUP app, which you can get for free at the Apple iStore or Google Play. An update from Marquette. The Redettes are well on their way to winning a district title tonight. They lead Traverse City West 45-16 that game after three quarters. We'll continue to scoreboard watch from around the UP later tonight, including the District 65 championship with Calumet 
hosting West Iron County. The winner of that game will play the winner of our game Tuesday, excuse me, Monday night in the regional semifinals. Winner of that game, not to look too far ahead, goes on to the Wednesday night regional final in Sault Ste. Marie. Just about set for this one. Jared, I asked Coach his keys to the games. He stressed defense. This is a model towner team that's had problems scoring the ball as of late. Would you agree? Yeah, but they might open their floodgates against the Hematites the other night there. You know, a lot of these games I think coaches talk about on the girls' side is it's a race to 50, but uh, if you can hold somebody to never get into 50, then that's a better plan, I think. And uh, I look for that to be the way the Patriots get themselves loosened up a little bit tonight and um, locked on. I think maybe if the Patriots could choose to receive or kick, they might kick on the first possession in this game and try to get warmed up a little on defense. It has been over three years since Westwood lost a girls' basketball game to Gwynn, but this is the most important of any during that time. Official blows the whistle, checks both sides of the floor. Ball is in the air, and the tap is won by Westwood. We're underway. Maddie Koski with the basketball rotate. Tessa Lee spot up left wing three. Got it! Eight seconds into the game, Tessa Lee puts Westwood on top, 3-0. Into the front court. Marissa Delmont with the basketball rotates to Matter. Matter right at the top key, hands off to Curtis. Curtis picks up the dribble between the circles. Maddie Koski's on her. Curtis still with the basketball, looking for help in a five-second call. Curtis had nobody to go to. Maddie was all over, and Westwood couldn't ask for much better of a start. 25 seconds into this game, 3-0 Westwood with the basketball. Patron triggers it into Maddie Koski, who works it across timeline. Maddie, between the circles, dribbling with the left hand, crosses over, gets a high ball screen from Profit. Now coming back to the middle. Maddie rotates to Nelson in the left wing. Goes up top to Tessa Lees. Lees crosses over, goes back to Nelson. Nelson dribbling inside the arc, free throw line. Now kicks out to Profit on the baseline. Profit driving, left hand dribble. Floater in the lane, no good. Rebound battle for, kept alive, but pulled down by Brooke Manor. One minute into this high school basketball game, 3-0 Westwood. Manor into the front court. And all guards starting five for Gwynn, same as it's been all year. McGuire kicks out to Delmont. Delmont up top to Manor driving in. Manor hands off McGuire driving into the corner. Bullet pass cross court. Player hits the deck and we're going to get a blocking foul on Westwood. First of the game on either team, 6.49 to play in the opening quarter. They say it was a shooting foul. Yeah. I thought she was passing it myself. Either or, McGuire to the line and makes the first foul shot. Emily Nelson picks up the personal. That's her first. Gwynn's Gwyn's tactic on defense is going to be on any ball screen. They are going to double team the Patriots is what it looks like. So we should look to slip that and get an easy kick out for a three-point shot. Second foul shot made, and it's 3-2, to two, 6.43 to play opening quarter. Player-to-player defense for the model towners. Lease, top of the key, patron. Hop step the lane, floater's good. 90 seconds gone by, 5-2, Patriots lead it by three. Manor into the front court, setting up an offense. Manor directs traffic with the right hand, dribbles with the left, rotate McGuire, now to the corner for Curtis. Curtis picks up the dribble, bounce pass McGuire, right at the top key, bullet pass down low. Westwood thought they had the steal cleanly, but the official says she got too much of the body. Second team foul. It's on profit, her first. Curtis will trigger it in underneath the Westwood hoop. 6-18 to play, opening quarter, 5-2 Westwood. Bullet pass to the corner, spot up three-pointer McGuire. That's too strong. Rebound kept alive, loose on the floor, and 
Tessa Lease comes away with it. Outlet to Maddie across the midcourt stripe. Gets it back to Tess. Right at the top of the key. Goes up top to Nelson. Nelson rotates to Maddie on the left wing. Maddie dribbling with the right hand. Crosses over. Gets a high ball screen. Driving in. Floater in the lane's no good. Rebound battle for and tapped into Carly Patron's hands. Patron. Kick out Maddie. Left wing three. Off the front of the rim. No good. Rebound is pulled down by Delmont. Delmont with the outlet for McGuire. McGuire across the midcourt stripe. McGuire defended by Lease, right at the top of the key. McGuire crosses over, bullet pass to the corner. Delmont with it. Delmont up top to Manor. Manor, rotate to Marissa Delmont. Now down low, McGuire, jump shot no good. Rebound pulled down by Tessa Lease, has her pocket pick to the backcourt, and then she gets back on wow. top for a tie-up. Looked like a foul there, a reach around on that, on that rebound, but they did not get the call. Coach Corcoran over there screaming for it, like, what are you watching? She went right over her back and grabbed the ball. Alternating arrow favors Gwynn. They'll inbound underneath the Westwood hoop. 5.27 to play opening quarter. McGuire gets it into the corner for Manor. Manor bullet pass goes up top to McGuire. Player to player defense for Westwood to start things out. Gives it to Marissa Delmont up top to Curtis. Curtis left hand dribble left at the top of the key with profit on her. Rotate to the wing for Marissa Delmont. Marissa driving in. Marissa kicking out. Mallory fakes it. Goes back up top to Marissa. Marissa driving in. Bounce pass. Top key for Manor. Hop steps away from her and she has to track it down to the backcourt. It's an over and back violation. And Ben Olson is about five feet on the floor. He's adamant that that ball was tipped. Can't change a call. He's talking with one official about it, but he hopped off the bench about five feet on the floor. But that might be the makeup call for the call that just happened down there. So we're one-to-one. -one. You know, you got to expect calls that don't go exactly the way they were. So we're one-to-one, -one, right? Five-minute mark in the opening quarter. 5-2 Westwood by three. Maddie gets a high ball screen dribbling inside the arc. Fronted by Delmont. Kicks out the Patron. Patron now to Lease. Gives her a ball screen. Lease driving in. Shovel pass underneath the give and go to Patron. Head fake. One extra pass. And it goes through Nelson's legs. And bodies dive everywhere for it. Somebody jumped on top of it and gets called for a travel. Yeah, and I think by rule, that's not really a travel if you slide with it. You can slide with it as far as you want until you roll over to get up. That's when the travel is called. And Westwood keeps possession underneath the Gwynn bucket. Maddie bullet pass to the corner for Nelson. Nelson looking to drive in at the free throw line. Nelson all the way to the basket. Left hand layup, no good. Rebound is pulled down by Curtis with a long lead pass ahead. Gwynn trying to beat him on the rush. Manor layup off the window and good. Four and a half minute mark here in the opening quarter. 5-4, Westwood by one. Patriots with the basketball in the hands of Matty Koski. Matty goes to the wing for Lees. Lees crosses over, now driving in on McGuire, puts up a floater, no good, but a foul called. And Tessa Lees is heading the line to shoot two. Tessa Lees will have that opportunity on that baseline side all night right there. If they are going to leave her alone and have her guard her on an island out there, I think Tessa has to keep punishing them then and drop falls like that. Tess shooting 84% at the line this year. Westwood is a team 73% as the first foul shot is made. Foul is on McGuire, her first team's first. 4-12 to play, opening quarter, 6-4, Westwood leads it by two. Second foul shot on the way and made. Nice pair of free throws for Tessa Lease there. Westwood back up by three, third time tonight. Curtis at the top of the key for McGuire, spot up 4-3, got it. We're tied at the midway mark in the opening quarter. Quickly into the front court, Maddie Koski between the circles. 
Maddie setting up an offense, dribbling with the right hand. Maddie defended by Delmont. Lob pass down low, went too far for everybody. She thought Profit was going to cut. Instead, Profit came up to set a ball screen. The Patriots have to run something down there on the offensive side. A little bit, a little bit of standing around watching right now. 3.45 to play opening quarter. 7-7, Gwynn with the basketball chance to take their first lead. Into the front court, Manor driving in. Manor kicks out for Delmont. Delmont, bullet pass down low. Marissa Delmont, layup won't go. Rebound pulled down by Tessa Lease. Lease across the midcourt stripe and travels with the basketball. 3.28 to play opening quarter. We're tied at 7. Uncharacteristic. Marissa Delmont will trigger it in from the side. Goes into Manor. Manor curls around. Still in the backcourt and brings it across timeline. Manor between the circles. Manor top of the key. Rotate McGuire. 4-3. No good. Off the front of the rim. Rebound pulled down. Tessa Lees. Lees gets it ahead to Maddie. Maddie drive again. Go into the basket. Maddie now is going to curl it back out. Picked up steam, but slows it down. Runs into a double team and needs help. Maddie picks it up and gets it to Nelson. Nelson back to Maddie near the center of the floor. Three-minute mark in the opening quarter, tied at seven. Maddie between the circles, bullet pass to Lees. Lees bumped on the baseline and stepped on it. There was contact, but no call, and it's another Wow, they're turnover. letting them play. There's a lot of bumping going on out there. 2.52 to play opening quarter. Gwynn with another chance to take their first lead. Manor in the front court. Manor gets a high ball screen. Manor rotate McGuire driving in right side of the paint. Kicks it out now. Curtis rotate to McGuire down low for Delmont. Kicks back out to McGuire. McGuire rotate three. Curtis good. First time this postseason Westwood's found themselves trailing in a ball game. Well you can give her one. But if she makes two you better get out and get a hand up on her right. 10-7, Gwynn has scored six straight points. They lead it by three, 2-18 to play opening quarter. Maddie with the basketball, hands off to Lees. Lees guarded by Curtis, driving in top of the key. Bounce pass Nelson. Nelson at the free throw line for Patron. Patron, down low, turning, spinning in the paint, jumper around the rim and in. Big bucket for Carly Patron there. Snaps a 6-0 Gwynn run, two-minute mark opening quarter. 10-9, model Towners with the lead and the basketball. Manor top of the key. Manor, defended by Lees, kicks out McGuire, lob pass down low, Marissa Delmont, kick out Mallory, three on the way, is too strong off the heel of the rim. Rebound Emily Nelson, a minute 40 to play opening quarter. Lease in the front court, Lease driving in, dribbles off someone's foot but gets it back. Lease kicking to the corner for Maddie. Maddie, still looking for space, gets it back to Lees. Lease bounce pass Nelson, top of the key. 90 seconds left opening quarter. Lease with the basketball between the circles, setting up an offense. Player-to-player defense for the Towners. Nelson with it, standing in front of the Gwynn bench in a double team, kicks it out. Nelson gets it to Lease. Lease, head fake, now driving in right side of the lane, lob down low to Profit, catch, shoot, layup is blocked. Rebound is battled for and pulled down by Manor. One minute left, opening quarter. Manor quickly into the front court, turns and gives it to Delmont. Delmont for Mallory Delmont. Rotating to the wing spot at McGuire, three. That's no good. Rebound battle four, and Marissa Delmont came away with it and draws a foul. Third on Westwood, 51 seconds to play opening quarter. That's going on Lease, her first. Timeout called by Ben Olson. 
10-9, win by one. Westwood trailing for the first time in this postseason. 51 seconds to play in the first quarter. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Would you call a 1-800 number? At this moment, you should be able to call Iron Range Agency and Auto Owners Insurance the No Problem People. Did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming, Marquette, and seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop and soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Make the right decision Tuesdays. Collision Days Collision Center, 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. And the Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. A final from Marquette, the Redettes. Winners of their district, a 62-24 romp over Traverse City West. No score in the Northern Michigan-Alaska Fairbanks hockey game. First round of the WCHA tournament. That one just got underway. Inbound goes to Curtis. Rotate to the corner. Wide open three in the way. Manor is off the heel of the rim. No good. Rebound, Jessa Lees. 41 seconds to play opening quarter. Lees and her team trailing by one with the basketball. Lee's top of the key, driving in. Lee spinning at the free throw line, driving to the basket. Foul called on the floor. That will be two. Yep, yes. Two on McGuire. She has both Gwynn team fouls. 34 seconds left first quarter. Westwood triggers underneath the model towner hoop. Maddie Kosky doing the honors. Bullet pass underneath. Cut to the basket. Patron layup won't go, but she's fouled. And Carly Patron is in the line to shoot two. Yeah, I felt like Carly Patron got fouled on the last one she made too, but they're letting them play out there tonight. I believe that favors the Gwynn model towners. Patron shooting 56% of the foul line this year. 33 seconds left. Quarter number one. First foul shot made, and we're tied at 10. The foul, by the way, on Marissa Delmont, her first. And the team's third. One more coming for Patron. This one for the lead. Takes a couple dribbles. It's on the way and she makes it. Westwood's back on top, 11-10. Winner wins the district title and moves on to the regional semifinals on Monday. Into the front court, Manor. Manor driving in. Manor bringing it back out. Manor. Gets it to Marissa Delmont. Lease is on her. Marissa bringing it back near the center of the floor. 15 seconds left. Looks like she's holding for one, and she's fouled by Elise, who picks up number two on a reach-in. Uh. Fourth team foul on Westwood. 13 seconds left, opening quarter. Downers will inbound in front of the Patriot bench, and Jillian Koski, a 5-5 freshman, averaging four points, two and a half rebounds a game, is on for Westwood. Patriots need to get a stop here. Marissa Delmont will trigger it in. Gets it into Manor, defended by Jillian. Manor picks up the dribble. Up top to Tiana Taylor. Taylor, rotate Mallory Delmont. Deep three is around the rim and out. Rebound is battled for, kept alive. Patron has it. Gets it to Maddie. One second left. Westwood doesn't get a shot off. After one quarter, it's Westwood 11, Gwyn 10. Second quarter after this on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. 
You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. For a higher level of service, look to Amber's Credit Union, formerly the UP Catholic Credit Union, different names, same great service. Super One Foods in Agani and Marquette support the players' night's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods and Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. They look for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. One quarter complete in Calumet, West Iron County with a 16-10 lead on the Copper Queens. Winner of that game will get the winner of our game Monday night in Escanaba. Win went on a 6-0 run to take the lead, but Westwood scored the final four points of the first quarter. 11-10, Patriots by one with the basketball to start quarter number two. Matty Koski left-hand dribble, hands off to Nelson. Nelson between the circles driving in. Nelson kicks to the wing. Lease with the basketball for Matty to the top of the key. Matty cross-court feed to Patron. Patron bullet pass underneath for Lees. Lees driving in, has her pocket pick. Players diving on the floor for a possession not established. Lees gets it back, layup, up on the rim, won't go. Rebound is battled for and kept alive, and Gwynn comes away with it. Curtis has the board. Curtis across the midcourt stripe. Curtis for Marissa Delmont, calling for a ball screen. Head fake, driving on Maddie, now bringing it back out. Picks up the dribble, looks and looks. Lob pass to the corner, wide open, manor three, no good. Rebound is pulled down by Emily Nelson. Quickly into the front court for Profit. Profit driving on Taylor, now bringing it back out. Kicks out Lees, right wing, three, got it! Tessa Lees gives her team a two-possession lead, 14-10, one minute gone by. Into the front court, Manor. Manor gets a high ball screen, picks up the dribble with Lees on her. Manor hands off to Mallory Delmont. Mallory kicks to Marissa. Head fake, defender in the air, driving in, shovel pass underneath, went off a Westwood shin, quickly into the other end. Maddie Koski layup on the other end, high off the window, no good, but she's fouled, and Maddie is heading to the line. The official right under the bucket wasn't going to make the call. The trail official had to make it from way back. It is the third team foul on Gwynn. Check that, it's her fourth team foul, and it's the first on Manor. Maddie has been excellent at the foul line this year, 86%. And her first on this trip is made. 6.40 to go until half. 15-10, Westwood by five. Second foul shot on the way. Good as well. And Westwood is currently riding a 9-0 run. Into the front court, Manor. Rotates to Delmont. Delmont between the circles now. Delmont driving in left-hand side. Gets it to Mallory. Delmont dribbles off her foot but gets it back. Mallory, rotate to Manor. Manor right at the top of the key. Rotates to Curtis. Curtis to Taylor right at the top of the key. Taylor setting up an offense. Lob down low. Marissa trying to post up. Marissa kicking out. Now Manor open three is good. They've been missing a lot of those looks, but they're getting them. And if you get enough of them, you're going to start making them. Yeah, I'm waiting for an offensive call here on one of the drivers for Gwynn. They keep extending that arm. Lease with a basketball. Two minutes gone by, second quarter. Patriots lead at 16-13. Download a profit, kicks out to Lease. Lease, step back, corner, three. Oh, good. Jabbed her and drilled it in her face. How about it, Tessa Lease? Back-to-back trays, and Westwood's back up by six. Delmont in the front court, rotates to Mallory. Mallory top the key for Curtis. Curtis between the circles, rotate to the wing. 
Delmont driving in. Her pass intercepted. Emily Nelson on the fast break. Nelson drive to the basket. Layup too strong. Rebound offensive. Put back good. Tessa Lee with the follow. Timeout, Ben Olsen. 5.20 to play first half, and the Westwood faithful on their feet. They traveled in very good numbers down here to Grimm. Wow, Tessa Leese down there in the corner with the hard jab step. I mean, that's a play you don't normally see at the high school level of sports, to jab that hard, gather, and just drill it stone cold. 21-13, Westwood by eight, largest lead of the game for either team. Get active, be active, stay active with Active Physical Therapy and Marquette, Ishpeming, and Agani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. Looking for a safe and sound community bank? Then look to M-Bank. From business loans to home mortgages and everything in between, M-Bank's in your corner and just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of the seven Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Art Van Furniture of Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same families who have been serving our community and household appliances since 1971. The Midwest leader in furniture and mattresses. Check them out at artvan.com for more info. Did you know First Bank has offices in Ishpeming, Marquette, and seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at firsttypeinbank.com, or better yet, stop in soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Canter Hoops, Jared Koski on the call tonight. 5.50 to play in the first half. Westwood on top by a score of 21-13. This is where you'd like to see that Patriot defense get a stop and open the floodgates. West Iron County on an 8-0 run to open up the second quarter. 3.25 to go until half. They lead Calumet 23-10. Winner of our game will play the winner of that game Monday night in Escanaba. Curtis with the basketball. Goes up top. McGuire driving on Maddie. Down low. Jump shot. Kick out now. And it's lost out of bounds. It looked like she was going to shoot it on the low block. Then decided the last minute to pass. And she threw it right between two people, and they both kind of watched it go, like thinking the other one was going to get it. It's like it just slipped out of her hand, and neither player in the area knew how to react. Five-minute mark in the first half. Eight-point Westwood lead. Lease top of the key. Lease into a double team. Bounce pass Nelson. Rotate Maddie. Maddie looking for a high ball screen. Gets it. Driving in on Manor. Picks it up. Maddie. Will rotate to Patron and now to Lease, who's going to set up an offense. Lease, top of the key, crosses over, driving in. Lease, shovel pass underneath. Profit looking to post up, kick back out. Lease, long two, around the rim and out. Rebound is battled for and pulled down by Marissa Delmont. Delmont, the hero on Wednesday night. The game winner at the buzzer to beat Ishpeming in overtime. McGuire with the basketball now. McGuire, lobbed to the top of the key. Manor at the free throw line. Rotate McGuire. McGuire to the corner, Marissa for three, and she's fouled on the three-point shot. Shot came up well short. Yeah, Emily Nelson was there. She did everything right. She put her hand up, but at the very last second, she swiped down, and whether you hit him or not, that's a foul every time. Second on Nelson, team's fifth. Delmont to the line, shooting two. Couple dribbles, and the first is on the way and missed. She might even be shooting three here. Yeah, three. They're giving her three. Yep, you're correct. Couple of dribbles. Second foul shot on the way. This one made. We got a model town to sub Mallory Delmont back on the floor, replacing Manor. And a Westwood sub tried to come in. Jillian Koski, the official, blew her back. She knew she had to get in there early. She tried to take a shortcut. They're going to make him actually step on the X tonight in this MHSAA event. And Jillian is allowed on the floor in place of Nelson. Third foul shot is missed. Rebound is kept alive but pulled down by Profit. 
21-14, 4-12 to play in the first half. Glad to have you along on ESPN-UP. Lee's top of the key, driving in. Lee's putting on the deck all the way. The basket layup up the wow. way in. Just such a strong drive. Nobody better in the conference facing the floor. She's just so good at making space for herself and putting it in drive. Taylor at the free throw line. Kicks out Curtis. Right wing three. Got it. Big shot for Gwynn. They're back within six. 3.45 to go first half. The only thing the Patriots were worried about tonight was that if Gwen actually hits some of those threes, they get so many opportunities. Maddie with the basketball between the circles. Maddie crosses over, driving in, now kicks out for Jillian. Jillian top of the key, back to Maddie. Maddie left at the top of the key. 325 to go, half number one. Patriots by six, 23-17. Given, go to Patron, drop step, layup, yes and one! Good in a foul! That's how Maddie's reading that double team off the screen. Carly's wide open on the slip. Now she's hitting her. Gwen's throwing two more at her. So even if she doesn't get the foul, she can kick to Natalie Prophet to the other side. Fouls on Mallory Delmon, her first. Team fouls even at five apiece. Patron to the line with 319 to go first half. And she makes the end one free throw. 26-17, Westwood by nine. Largest lead of the game for either team. Into the front court. Curtis with a basketball. Gives it to McGuire. McGuire between the circles. Maddie Koski on her pass. Intercepted. Here comes Tessa Lease. Two on three break. And Lease is going to slow it down. Three minutes left first half. Lease gives it to Maddie. Top of the key. Maddie head fake. Driving on Delmont. Stripped of the basketball. And it rolls out of bounds off Maddie, they say. Oh, she was going to take the ball out. She didn't think it went off of her, I don't think, that time. Brooke Manor back in the ball game. Win with it. 2.50 to play first half. Rotate to the wing. Mallory wide open. Three is good. Mallory announced her commitment to Finlandia on Wednesday. Congrats to her. Gets her team within six at 26-20. Two and a half minutes to play first half. Lease with the basketball. Hands off Maddie. Maddie at the top. The key crosses over. Bullet pass to the corner. Lease driving. Has the baseline. Now bring them back out. Lees to Patron, right foul line extended, down low. Profit layup off the window and in. Nice basket cut by the freshman. 28-20. 2 to play first half. McGuire with the basketball. McGuire right at the top of the key with Maddie on her. McGuire, lob pass down low to Mallory Delmont. Kicks up top, Manor tries a three, misses it. Rebound battle for it's offensive. Put back, no good, but a foul. That was a great block by Natalie Prophet, and I can't believe that call. You guess I'm not the only one. Down, yeah. The second on Prophet, team six, the minute 58 to go, first half. Mallory Delmont, the shooter, very good at the line this year, 88%. Team trails 28-20. First of two is on the way, and she makes it. Patriots sub in the ballgame. Ellie Miller, 5'8", sophomore, 4.5 points, 3 rebounds a game. One more foul shot coming. Spins the ball in her hands. It's on the way in. It's a rare miss for Delmont, but the rebound's offensive. Tiana Taylor, and a timeout's called by Ben Olson. Minute 56 to go in the first half. 28-21, Westwood with the lead. Gwynn will have the basketball out of the timeout. 
Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or a fire, when the unthinkable happens, call Iron Range Agency and Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. For a higher level of service, look to Amber's Credit Union, formerly the UP Catholic Credit Union, different name, same great service. And Super One Foods in Agani and Marquette support the players' night's game. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. Winner of tonight's game on to Monday night's regional semifinal. That will be played in Escanaba, and it will be against the winner of Calumet and West Iron County, which we continue to keep an eye on throughout the night. West Iron at last update, leading 23 to 10, 325 to play in the first half there. That game's in Calumet tonight. Earlier, the Marquette girls picked up a very decisive district final win. They took down Traverse City West, 62 to 24. Menominee wins their district. They win over Gladstone, 63-47, the final. Win basketball out of the timeout. Minute 56 to go, first half. Marissa Delmont will trigger it in. Does so to Manor, driving down low. Manor has it taken away from her, but gets it back. Jump shot, no good, but a foul called. And Manor's heading the line to shoot two. This goes on Jillian Koski, number one on her. Team seventh, a minute wow. 52 to go, first half. Patriots have a little difficulty rebounding, too, when uh, we're in that zone. First foul shot made. One more coming. 28-22. Pats by six. One more foul shot for Manor. Single dribble. It's on the way, and she makes it. Patriot basketball. Into the front court, Maddie Koski. Maddie setting up an offense. Maddie driving right side of the lane is fouled on her way there. That was Gwynn's last to give. That is a one-and-one, one, I think. Oh, no. Wow. It's very rare the Patriots are not in the one-and-one one in the first half. It's the second on Manor, a minute 42 to play in the first half. Carly Patron will trigger it in from the side, gets it into Lease. Now up top to Maddie Koski. A minute 37 to play in the first half, 28-23, Westwood by five. Jillian with a basketball. Jillian, cross-court feed to Maddie, was not deflected. Errant pass out of bounds, and Gwen gets it back. 90 seconds left in the first half. Inbound goes to Manor in the backcourt. Manor brings it across the midcourt stripe. Manor at the top of the key looking to drive in. Manor picked up by Patron in the corner. Goes up top to Delmont. Mallory. To Curtis, down low, McGuire. Now to Marissa, turnaround jumper is too strong. Rebound pulled down, Tessa Lees. Tess quickly into the front court. Between the circles, lobbing to the free throw line for Patron, trying to post up. Now kicks out to Jillian. Corner three is off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound, Marissa Delmont. 60 seconds left in the first half. Westwood leads at 28-23. Marissa slowing it down in the front court. Dribbling between the circles with the left hand, rotates to McGuire. Are they going to hold for one? They look like they're going to. McGuire still backing out near the center of the floor. 40 seconds left in the first half. McGuire crosses over. McGuire with Miller, the closest to her, still brings it back out. 30 seconds left in the first half. Westwood by five. McGuire, few steps back into her left. 25 seconds left. She is going to milk this thing down. And hold for one shot. 
28-23, Pats by five have led for most of the first half. McGuire still dribbling with the basketball, calling for a high ball screen. Ten seconds left, McGuire top of the key. McGuire spins, rotates, open three, Curtis rims out, no good. Rebound, battle for and over the back foul on Gwynn, and that Jillian will go to the line. Will put Westwood to the line for a one and one with four seconds left, that's huge. There have been several of those tonight that I've seen displaced players from the Patriots that have been gotten away with. So we'll see if they start to work on calling that one. Jillian shooting 74% at the foul line this year. Mallory Delmont, recipient of that last foul, her second. Team fouls even at seven apiece. Four seconds left, first half run into the one and one made. No Win. two bigger free throws of the season for Jillian Koski. That's a big foul. Gwynn was holding for one. Westwood with a chance to sneak away with a couple of points. One more for Jillian. Couple of dribbles, dips the knees, it's on the way and made. Inbound goes to Delmont, two seconds. Heave ho from half court, good if it goes, is too strong. We hit halftime, it's Westwood 30, Gwynn 23. When we come back, halftime show, we've got the numbers and recap here from some of our sponsors, and we take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, all coming up next here on ESPN-UP. Changes, they happen. Here at First Bank, we'll help you through those changes. New home, new job, newly retired, we have the accounts and services that fit. Sure, we have today's technology, but we also have face-to-face -face individual local care you won't find everywhere. Our goal is simple, to help our customers. Isn't it the right time to make First Bank your bank? We have what you're looking for. Find a location near you. Marquette Ishpeming, first-bank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, information, visit stayactiveup.com. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Along with Jared Koski on the call, halftime score, Westwood leading Gwynn 30-23. to it's been close throughout. No team has had a double-digit lead tonight. The largest was when Westwood went up 26-17. to Gwynn had a brief lead as high as three in the opening quarter, but Westwood scored the final four points of the first and led 11-10 after one. Patriots again led by as many as nine in the first half. That came in the second quarter. They lead at 30-23 at the break. Jared, you've got the individual numbers. I do. I have some kind of issue going on with the points. I was off by one each, so I think I gave one free throw to one team and uh, one uh, to the other, but I think I got it fixed. But this is going to be a little more unofficial than usual tonight. But uh, Tessa Lease with 16, Carly Patron with 8, and three players, Jillian, Maddie, and Natalie Prophet, all with two for the Patriots. The Patriots have 12 rebounds, 10 on the defensive side. We have six assists, we have three steals, and we have three turnovers. Uh, seven fouls on the Patriots. A little bit higher than normal in, in that category on, on, on tonight. But Patriots shot 66.7 from the three-point line. And uh, that's Tessa Lee going four for four for the most part. 
Uh, Jillian had a nice open look there but couldn't convert, but that would have been a big one. But she made up for it with those two free throws, which we are 8 for 9 on the free throw line at 88.9%. Uh, 41% from inside the arc, so 50% overall shooting percentage tonight. All in all, it adds up to a 30-23 lead for Westwood at halftime here in Gwynn. And the other side of the bracket, the District 65 championship game tonight in Calumet. West Iron County leading 27-14. That game is at halftime. And once again, congrats to the Marquette Redettes. They move on to the regional semifinals. They will play Monday night in Mount Pleasant. Their opponent is Midland Dow. Marquette with a thumping win over Traverse City West tonight, 62-24. to We'll take another timeout. We've got more coming up in our halftime show after this. You're listening to Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. Life is filled with unforgettable moments, but frankly, insurance should be quite forgettable. Let's be frank. Whether we're talking about your home, vehicles, business, or life, the unexpected may happen. The bright side is you can depend on Iron Range Agency and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance to provide the peace of mind you need. At Iron Range, we believe the best relationships are honest, upfront, and fair. If you want to get frank about insurance, let's talk. Call Iron Range today at 485-5544 or visit us on the web. Make the change to Iron Range. Hundreds of stores sell mattresses, but only Art Van Pure Sleep sells you a great night's sleep. We all know what a better sleep means. Better energy, better health, better life. So how do you find the right mattress for you? Take the test. Our exclusive five-minute diagnostic test will fit you with the perfect mattress. Art Van Pure Sleep is the only place to find all major mattress brands under one roof and at the lowest prices around. Take the guesswork out of buying a mattress at your locally owned Art Van Furniture, U.S. 41 Marquette. I'm Ken Farley from the Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home, and each year it's amazing to watch the student-athletes in our area schools compete at a really high level and juggle the demands of learning in the classroom, studying at home, hanging with friends, and for some, working a part-time job. They represent their schools and communities well, and if you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. After all, they are the future leaders. We at the Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home are standing on the sidelines with great admiration for what you do. Join us in cheering in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Jared Koski on the call. Glad to have you with us. Halftime score in this District 66 championship game. Westwood leading Gwynn 30-23. I tell you what, Westwood's gone to his zone look, not letting Gwynn inside, and Gwynn's getting some of those open looks outside, but you'll give them that until they start hitting them, and that's what's concerning me going into the second half. Yeah, they've hit a couple now. They've hit a few, but their percentage probably isn't great at this point yet, so is that what the Westwood coaching staff has decided they're going to give them tonight and say we're going to keep them from being in the middle, but we're going to allow them to... We're going to take our chances that they live by the three or die by the three tonight. Well, and so far, this is the type of game scoring-wise that favors Westwood. Wynn wants to get this as low scoring as possible. Westwood, you break 50, I mean, you're going to give yourself a really good shot to win. Right. Yeah. And and we've we put up 30 points in that first half without much contribution from Maddie. They've face-guarded and not let Maddie get the ball. When she does have the ball, they just are willing to let somebody open and double-team her. So she's got to find somebody else and get them the layups, and the end ones like Carly Patron and Natalie Prophet will start doing. 
I tell you what, True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all in tonight's game. Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. They know there's some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. And get active, be active. Stay active with active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Agani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. Take our last time out. We'll be back with the second half after this. You're listening to Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. When glass breaks and it's the kind of break where your insurance is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call a timeout. Your agent or billing network may want to choose where to get it fixed, but you should know that you have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto of Ishpeming. And why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will even come to you to make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, US 41, Ishpeming. Having trouble with your bank? At MBank, we make it easy. Headquartered in the UP, MBank can provide the products and services you need with knowledgeable, friendly bankers you can trust. Simple and convenient banking on your terms. You'll have the security of keeping your money close to home with a bank that's from the same place you are. Where you bank matters. Make the move to MBank today. Visit bankmbank.com to get started. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Crystal clear trout streams, pristine forest, and a sky so blue it hurts the eyes. We make our home in the most beautiful part of Michigan. We're Embers Credit Union. We cherish the abundance of lakes, the sound of fresh snow underfoot, waves crashing on the shore, and the crackle of an evening campfire. We also cherish the dreams and aspirations of the people who give the UP its unique character. Embers Credit Union is dedicated to fueling the passions of our members and the communities we serve. We see a world of potential in our neighbors, and we're here to provide personalized guidance, solid financial advice, and solutions to get them to the next level. What's your passion? A new home, a better vehicle, or seeing America in an RV. Together, we'll get there. Straight talk banking that matches your way of life. Let's live it up. Embers Credit Union, offices of Marquette and Nagani, and embers.org. Member NCUA, an equal housing lender. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette are excited for high school basketball playoffs with these deals. Smithfield all-natural baby back pork ribs, $2.99 a pound. Black Angus boneless beef country style ribs, a family pack for $3.33 a pound. Smithfield fresh and natural boneless pork country style ribs, a family pack for $1.66 a pound. Smithfield baby back pork rib portions, $1.99 a pound. And Smithfield St. Louis style seasoned pork ribs for $3.33 a pound. Prices are good through March 16th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. The safety of our kids playing school sports is at an all-time high. Better equipment, better coaching, better health education, and better playing rules make the environment as safe as it possibly can be. Learn more about all aspects of safety in school sports by visiting the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Go 
Caleb's Jared Koski on the call. Model Towners with the basketball trailing 30-23. Top of the key, Marissa Delmont. Hop, step lane, kicks it out. McGuire, spot up three on the way, is off the front of the rim, won't go. Rebound, Natalie Prophet. Westwood leading by seven. A 19-point second quarter in which Westwood led by as many as nine. Maddie Koski goes to the top key for Patron. Rotate to Lees. Lees, cross-court feed, wide open. Oh. Natalie Prophet lays it off the window and in. Nice stop and a quick bucket for the Patriots. Just what they ordered on the locker room. 40 seconds into the second half. Driving the other way, Manor goes up top to Delmont. Marissa lobbing down low, kicking out now, and it's deflected away, but Marissa got it back, and then it rolls off a white jersey out of bounds. Just slipped out of her hand. 7.08 to play, third quarter, 32-23, Westwood by nine. Across the midcourt stripe, Maddie Koski setting up an offense. Maddie dribbling right at the top of the key. Goes up top to Profit. Rotate to Lees. Lees up top to Maddie. Maddie between the circles setting up traffic. Maddie looking to drive down low. Maddie nearly had her pocket pick. Dribbles out of it. Rotates to Nelson. Corner patron. Down low. Profit layup. Yes. First double digit lead of the game for either team tonight. 90 seconds into the third quarter. Delmont driving the other end, blocking foul called as Prophet hits the deck hard. She just put her shoulder down, went right into Nats. Nats had her feet moving and got called for the foul, and that's three on Natalie Prophet. First of the half on either team. Win basketball, triggering in underneath the Westwood bucket. Marissa Delmont will do so. 6.32 to play, third quarter. Goes to the top, the key. McGuire driving in. McGuire all the way to the basket. Layup off the window and in. Back down to nine. 34-25. Maddie with the basketball between the circles. Maddie setting up an offense. Maddie crosses over, now kicks to the wing for Nelson. Nelson driving in at the free throw line, kicks up top to Lees. Lees, head fake, driving, top of the key, shovels to the corner. It's Patron with it. Patron looking to drive, has a baseline layup, yes! Westwood back up by double digits, six-minute mark, third quarter, 36-25. End of the front court. Banner, rotate to Delmont in the corner. Delmont. Driving with the left hand, kicks up top. Rotating inside, it's Manor layup off the window and in. Gwynn with the answer. Koski into the front court. Maddie curls around, left to the top of the key. Maddie dribbling between the circles now. 5.36 to play third quarter. Maddie, top key scoop shot layup, no bit of foul. Ooh, and that's going to be three on Manor. And it puts Maddie to the line to shoot two with 5.33 to play. That's a big foul. Manor's one of the lead defenders for the Gwynn Model Town. has been face guarding Maddie all night. This is where Maddie likes to lick her chops, knows the defenders in foul trouble, and go right at her. Ugh. This is the first foul shot. One more coming. 36-27, Westwood by nine, by 33 to play in this third quarter. Makes the second foul shot. Westwood leading 37-27. Mallory Delmont with the basketball right at the top key. Inside the arc, McGuire layup, yes. I think they've got a score on the same play. Three plays in a row right there. 
5-17 to play third quarter. Patriots might need to go back to that zone to not to clog that middle up again. Those are easy, easy buckets for Gwynn. Maddy rotates to Lease. Lease right at the top. Key driving in. Fouled on her way to the basket. Yeah, Tessa's got that on that sideline all night, I feel like, right there. Second foul on Gwynn, the third on McGuire. Yeah, that's, that's big foul one. trouble for the model towners right now. Deanna Taylor back in the ball game. Replaces McGuire. 5.06 to play, third quarter, 37-29, Westwood by eight. Both crowds kind of quiet for how many people are here. Batty catch you corner three, no good off the front of the rim. Rebound pulled down, Mallory Delmont. Wow, that was a wide open look for Maddie. Just couldn't get it to go. Westwood looking for a stop. Haven't got one here in a couple of possessions. Delmont to Taylor at the free throw line. Taylor driving in right side of the paint. Kicks back to the top of the key. Curtis with a basketball. Patrons on her. Picks up the dribble. Curtis looking, looking for help. And finally she finds Manor driving in. Gets it to Delmont driving the baseline. Puts up a floater. No good. Taylor the offensive rebound and the putback is good. Four-and-a-half-minute mark here in the third quarter. 37-31, win within six. Lease to Patron, free throw line, kicking it out now for Maddie. Maddie between the circles, directing traffic with the left hand, dribbling with the right. To Lease, right at the top key. Lease gets it to Nelson. Nelson up top, hands off to Maddie near the center of the floor. The midway mark of quarter number three, Westwood leads it by six. Maddie setting up an offense with the left hand. Gets it to Lees. Lees right at the top. The key crosses over. Lees driving in the paint now. Kicks to the wing. Nelson baseline. Jay around the rim. No good. Rebound is pulled down by Curtis. Long stretch pass ahead. Manor trying to beat Westwood back. Pulls up. Long jumper from three is no good. Rebound is pulled down by Tessa Lees. Looking to push it. One on two. The other end. Lamp off the window and in. She's not afraid to go coast to coast. Big play by Tessa Lease right there. Three and a half minute mark, third quarter, 39-31. Westwood by eight. To the corner, Mallory Delmont inside the arc. Curtis, kick back out to Delmont. Delmont driving in. Delmont shovel pass underneath, intercepted by Natalie Profit. Profit for Maddie Koski, and then gets it back to Profit and back to Maddie. Cross the midcourt stride, Maddie, cross-court feed. Lease, bounce pass underneath. Profit trying to post up. We get a whistle shot waved oh. off and a foul called on the floor. Emily Nelson just got smashed in the face so hard she got knocked to the ground. And then uh, Carly Patrick got through because everybody was like, wait, they kind of stopped. And Carly Patrick's like, well, I guess they didn't blow the whistle. I'm going with it. Fouls on Taylor, her first team's third. And McGuire back on the floor now. Westwood inbounding underneath. Maddie Koski do the honors. Gets it into Patron. Layup with the left hand. No good. Rebound pulled down by Taylor. Three-minute mark, third quarter. Eight-point Westwood lead, 39-31. McGuire spot up from three is good. Five-point ball game. Three-minute mark, third quarter. Into the front court, Tessa Lease. Lease for Maddie. Maddie between the circles. Player-to-player defense for the Mottletowners. Gets it to Nelson. Nelson crosses over, drives in with McGuire on her. Hands off to Lees. Lees, a high ball screen. Lees crosses over, driving in the paint. Puts up a floater. Too strong off the heel of the rim. Rebound Marissa Delmont. It can be a one-possession game with a bucket here. Bounce pass Taylor down low. Layup off the window and in. Three-point ball game. 2.18 to play third quarter. Patron gets it 
free throw line, cross court feed, Lease wide open, wing three around the rim and out. Rebound is pulled down by Delmont. Into the front court, chance to tie or take the lead. Bullet pass is picked off by Profit. Two minute mark, third quarter, 39-36. Lease cross court to Maddie. Down low to Lease. Back to Maddie and now up top. Profit pumps up a three off the front of the rim and goes. Got the friendly bounce off the front of the rim on the road in Glenn. Timeout, Matt Olson. Wow, Natalie Profit with a big steal and then this just drilled it in her face down here. A minute 45 to play, third quarter, 42-36. Westwood has led by double digits multiple times in this quarter, but Gwynn not going away. Again, they've got nothing to lose. They're 12-9. Westwood's beat them twice this year. They're going to pull out all the stops tonight. We switch to that man, and Gwynn's got some momentum going to the bucket there. They've gotten a lot of easy layups on that off man-to-man offense against the Patriots that they're unable to stop at this point. So I, I, I think we should be seeing Westwood come back out in the zone here again because they were pretty effective with that. But uh, they got to get another stop here in a bucket. Talia Metz gone on an 11-3 run to get within five. They trail West Iron 30-25, to 4.41 to go third quarter in that game. After one period, Northern Michigan hockey trailing Alaska 1-0. First round of the WCHA playoffs, game one of a best-of-three series. McGuire, top of the key, rotates to Mallory Delmont, now goes up top to Marissa. Marissa between the circles, 90 seconds left, third quarter. Marissa looking to drive in, right-hand dribble, crosses over, brings it back to the top. Marissa, bullet pass to the wing for McGuire. McGuire with Patron on her, looking to get the baseline, goes underneath. Shovel pass to Delmont, knocked out of bounds off of Westwood, and it stays with Gwynn. I'm waiting for one of the Patriot kids to go down on the arm extension of the drivers from Gwynn. I'm waiting for one of them to take the charger and get that call. Minute 16 to go, third quarter. Marissa will inbound underneath the Westwood bucket. Looks and looks and goes to the top of the key with McGuire. McGuire, pull-up jumper, free throw line is fouled. Beg your pardon, it's Curtis rather than McGuire, the shooter. And she is headed to the line to shoot two as Carly Patron picks up her first personal team second. Curtis, a 56% foul shooter this year. First one's on the way and made. Jillian Goski back on the floor for Westwood, replacing Nelson. A minute 13 to go, third quarter, 42-37. Pats lead it by five. Second foul shot on the way and made. I think she's four for four tonight. And it's a four-point Westwood lead. It has been 10 and 11 in this quarter alone. Jillian with the basketball rotates to Maddie to the wing for Lees. Lees inside the arc. Patron kicks it out. Maddie left wing three. Got it! Westwood needed that. Seven-point lead, 55 seconds left, third quarter. Into the front court with Curtis. McGuire between the circles. Guarded by Maddie Koski, driving in right side of the paint. Now kicks up top. Marissa, open three, too strong. Rebound is pulled down and taken away. Mallory Delmont comes away with it. Gets it out to Marissa. And a timeout is called by Ben Olson. Or did he tee him up? He teed him up. Oh, my. I saw the official's arm extension. I heard Ben Olson yelling. I wondered if he was trying to call a timeout. You're right. A technical wait. foul. Wait, what? 
What happened? There? I thought he called time. Oh, he went and gave him the warning. He gave him the bench warning. Okay, all right. Hand signals are similar between yeah. those two. And uh, all right, so bench warning issued as Marissa Delmont drives the paint, gets it to Taylor, kicks up top. Mallory Delmont, a three is good. Gwen is back within four. Twenty-one seconds left, third quarter. She did not step on the line. The official says she did when she, she tried to inbound the paint. It. 19 seconds left, third quarter. Westwood turns it over on the inbound. Oh, what a costly mistake. Gwynn can get it to a one-possession game with 19 seconds left in the third quarter. Inbound goes to McGuire. Layup and one. Chance for a three-point play. Wow. 17 seconds left, third quarter. 45-43, Westwood's lead trimmed to two. McGuire can make it one. And Kirk Corcoran is hot. He is yelling at one of the officials about something. That, that foul was on Jillian. It wasn't on two. The foul was on Jillian Koski. They called it on Tessa Lee. That's, I'm sure, what Kirk yep. Corcoran is looking at. Because that would have been Tessa's fourth. And the three officials are going to talk about it. Kirk Corcoran still irate on the sideline. Yeah, they gave it to Jillian. So that's two on Tessa. Three on Tessa, two on Jillian. 17 seconds left, third quarter. The end one try is good. It's a one-point ball game, 45-44. Full court presses on. Into the front court with Maddie Koski. Maddie directing traffic. Maddie with a cross-court feed to Patron, driving the paint. Patron, turnaround jumper, the low block, no good. Rebound pulled down, Marissa. Two seconds left. Marissa at half-court, heave home, good if it goes. Oh. Off the hill of the rim. Westwood led by double digits on multiple occasions in the third quarter, but Gwynn is within one. Fourth quarter after this on ESPN-UP. Eagle Mine is a proud supporter of local high school sports. At Eagle, safety is our number one priority for our employees and our community, and especially for our children. With school back in session, that means sharing the road with school buses. Be alert and ready to stop when you see a school bus when overhead lights or warning lights are flashing. Let's all do our part to protect our children by keeping them safe. This message is brought to you by Eagle Mine. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Groups, Jared Koski on the call, 45-44. Westwood's lead trimmed to one. It was as high as 11 in that third quarter. And an update from Calumet, West Iron continues to lead 37-30. That game also through three quarters. The winner of that game will play the winner of our game on Monday night in Escanaba. Westwood gets the ball here. Similar game to that one game up at Westwood where they kind of stuck in there. We need Madeline Artessa here to go ahead and get to go ahead and get hot and blow this game open. Eight minutes on the clock. Ball is inbounded to Maddie. We are underway in this fourth quarter. Into the front court. Lease for Nelson top of the key. Gets it to Maddie. Maddie defended by Curtis, brings it back out between the circles. Maddie setting up an offense. Westwood being deliberate, wanting the best possession possible. Maddie 
right at the top of the key. Gets a high ball screen, rotates to Nelson between the circles. Nelson for Lees. Lees gets a high ball screen. Bullet pass down low. Patron one-on-one drive to the basket. Lay oh, it in. How did they not call a foul there? Back up to a three-point lead. 40 seconds into the fourth quarter. 47-44. Westwood by three. Driving the other end, a whistle and an offensive foul on Gwynn. It is an illegal screen with 7.14 to play in the third, and it's a second personal on Taylor, the team's fourth. Patriots with the basketball, leading by three. Great chance to get a little momentum going. Batty. Rotate to the wing for Lees, and Lees has her pocket pick, but gets it back, lobbing down low. We get a whistle and a timeout, Kirk Corcoran. That was a good timeout. That was getting away from Westwood. Yeah. Tessa was on the lead, on the ball, ground with the floor. She didn't move. She threw the ball to Natalie Prophet, but that was a good timeout. I think they've got a lot of timeouts. 7.02 to play, regulation time, 47-44, Westwood by three. Looking for a safe and sound community bank, then look to MBank from business loans to treasury management and everything in between. MBank's in your corner just around the corner. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliances, service is what they sell, and sometimes what others sell, depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always tradition at household appliance. The Bjork and Zolke Funeral Homes support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all in tonight's contest. Thank you to all of our sponsors for your support of Patriot Athletics. We couldn't do it without you. 47-44 Westwood basketball with the lead. 7:02 to play in regulation. Inbound goes to the corner for Lees. Lees, head fake, now driving and brings it back out. Taylor picks her up top the key. Has her pocket picked again. Bodies dive for it, and Taylor ties up Lees. Jump ball, arrow favors Gwynn. 6.55 to go in regulation. Patriots might want to just try to amp up their defense a little bit too because there's been a lot of contact let go. I think they should adjust to that and start going after a couple steals here maybe. McGuire with the basketball, running the point for the Towners. McGuire picks up the dribble between the circles, goes cross court. Manor bringing it back out. Rotates to the wing for Delmont. Delmont stepping behind the arc now, bringing it back in. Delmont goes to the corner. McGuire with it at the top of the key. McGuire driving in now, right side of the paint, layup off the window and in. One point ball game. 6.23 to go, regulation time, 47-46, Westwood's lead is one. Maddie Koski rotate to Lees. Lees to Patron, free throw line, step back, jumpers, good. Carly Patron, big shot after big shot. Big shots for Carly tonight. Three-point lead, six minutes to play in regulation. Winner moves on, loser sees their season come to an end. McGuire driving top of the key, rotate to the wing. Marissa Delmont, baseline J, long two, does not catch iron. Rebound pulled down by Nelson. Nelson works it ahead for Tessalese. To Maddie. Maddie to Profit, top of the key, tries a three, left short, barely grazes the iron. 5.42 to play in regulation. Good look there for Natalie Profit. She's got to take that. She's going to make more of those than she's going to miss. Standing there wide open. Banner back in the game, replacing Taylor. 5.42 to play, 49-46. Westwood leading by three. McGuire with the basketball between the circles. 
Rotates up top, Marissa Delmont, three for the tie, is off the heel of the rim, no good. Rebound is kept alive, and it's offensive. Now a kick out, another three on the way is missed. Rebound again is offensive, and then a foul. Can't allow that many second chance opportunities. No, but the shots are missing by so far. They're good, and those long rebounds are hard to find. Team fouls even at four apiece. 5.23 to go in the fourth quarter, 49-46, Westwood by three. Inbounds pass deflected out of bounds. We'll do it again. I think that's only three on Tessa Lease. You might be right about that. They, they didn't put it up there, though. No, they may be double-checking that. Driving on the baseline all the way to the basket. Layup good for Marissa Delmont. One-point game. 5-11 to play, regulation time, bullet pass down low, profit, tough shot, no good, but a foul. She swiped down. She's going, no, I didn't do it, but she probably didn't hit her, but it's again, when you swipe down, they call it. Foul is on Manor, that's her third. Team fifth, profit to the line, shooting two. First one's on the way and made. Big free throws right here. That one was on Mallory Delmont. Did they put the wrong number up there? Yeah. Second one's on the way and made. 5.06 to play in regulation. 51-48. Westwood by three. Manor with a basketball. Defended by Matty Koski. Gets a high ball string. Driving in. Left side of the paint. All the way to the basket. Layup no good. Rebound. Pulled down by Emily Nelson. And gets it to Lease across timeline with 4.48 to play. Lease between the circles. Left hand dribble. Lease backs it out and sets up an offense. Lease still between the circles, looking to set something up, waiting for someone to get it open and finds Maddie. Maddie goes up top to Patron now. Patron defended by Marissa Delmont, driving in left-hand dribble, travels with the basketball. Taylor back on the floor for Gwen. 4.26 to go in regulation. 51-48 Westwood leading by three. Just the longer the this stays hour. like this, the better it is for the Gwynn Model Towners, I believe, at this point. Just across the 8 o'clock hour on ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette. McGuire up top, Marissa Delmont driving in. Hop step of the paint, she's fouled. 15 foul on Westwood. Team fouls even at five apiece. Still 4.13 to go. Goes on Maddie Koski, number one on her. Delmont will trigger it in underneath. She went to the line as if she thought she was shooting on the foul. One of the officials has stopped play, and I can only speculate as to why. I think because Coach Olsen had a towel to try to dry off the floor if there it was wet, go. but they did not need it. Free throw line, Taylor in the inbound, drive to the basket, layup around the rim and out. Rebound is pulled down by Profit. 4.06 to go in regulation, three-point ball game between these two conference rivals. Maddie with the basketball, goes to the corner for Lease. Lease up top to Patron. Patron to the wing for Maddie. Maddie defended by Marissa Delma, rotates to the corner for Nelson. Nelson up top, Tessa with the basketball. Tessa curls around and gives it back to Maddie. Maddie between the circles and rotates the patron on the wing. Patron up top to Nelson. Nelson for Maddie. Maddie driving in to the oh. basket. Layup is waved off. 
Wow, she had her beat and she just did a two-hand shove from behind. I'm looking for the flagrant on that one. 3.34 to go in regulation. 16 foul on Gwynn. The first on Emily Curtis. Foul was on the floor, so Westwood inbounds underneath the Gwynn bucket. Leading by three. Maddie triggers it in and gets it into Profit. Profit still with it at the top of the key. Profit driving in. Brings it back out and now puts it on the deck again. Profit kicks up top. Patron with the basketball. Patron to the corner for Profit. Profit driving in, kicks up top to Lees. 317 to go. Westwood leading 51-48. Patriots got to run an offense here and get an easy shot out of it. Lees to the wing for Maddie. Maddie in front of the Patriot bench to the free throw line for Profit. Taylor on her. Profit kicks up top. Lee spot up a three. Off the heel of the rim. Rebound is kept alive, but it's pulled down by Curtis. Curtis into the front court. Three-minute mark in regulation. Gwynn trails by three. Delmont has the basketball. Delmont gets it to McGuire. McGuire right at the top of the key. Bullet pass goes down low. Delmont looking for space. Kicks out. Marissa Delmont for Mallory. Mallory with a cross-court feed. McGuire driving on the baseline. Shot blocked underneath by Maddie Koski. Rebound patron. Works this one ahead to Lease. Two-on-one break. Drive to the basket. Layup off the window and in. Excellent transition. Bucket coast to coast. 2.20 to go in regulation. Five-point Patriot lead. A jump ball is forced in the corner. Arrow favors Westwood. Big defensive play right there by Maddie. Tying that up. Tessa Lease with a huge finish in traffic. A big pass down court from Madeline from the opposite side of the court. Three-quarter court pass to Tessa. At that point in the game as the coach are going, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Ben Olsen with two timeouts left. Chooses to use one of them. His team trailing 53-48. Westwood has the basketball out of the timeout. It's a good timeout for Coach Olsen because uh, momentum was starting to shift in Westwood's favor. Kind of press are they going to come out with here? Full court, trap. Right. And if the Patriots are in any trouble whatsoever, they should the officials should be close to Coach Corcoran. Now sometimes they hide a little bit when they're in the three-man crew and they're down the far end. Coach Corcoran's got to have the ear of that coach, that official right now, be knowing that it could be a possibility for a timeout because we have timeouts to use. And if they do something with a press that we're not handling very well right away then we have to call a quick timeout. Westwood has three timeouts remaining. Ben Olsen with just one. Full court press is on. The inbound goes to Profit. Profit defended by Manor in the backcourt. 2.13 to play. Still in the backcourt. And Profit does push it across timeline. Profit gets it to Maddie Koski. Koski in front of her own bench. Two-minute mark in regulation. 53-48. Westwood by five. Maddie. Cross-court feed to Nelson, now to Patron in the corner. Patron spacing the floor, but goes up top to Lease. Lease for Maddie. Emily Nelson with the basketball now, rotates to Maddie. Maddie defended by Curtis. Between the circles, she's going to let as much clock wind down as she can. Wynn doesn't have a foul to give. Next foul puts Westwood to the line, and Kirk Corcoran does use a timeout. Minute 36 to go in regulation. Good time out there. Everybody was standing watching Maddie dribble the ball like happened. It's happened too many times this year when we get in these tight situations like this. But they're doing that because they're used to her going and drawing a foul at that point. So I think sometimes they just are standing because they're giving her her room, right? But yep. now they need to move and get open and make Gwen chase them a little bit. Gives you a chance to put your hands team on the floor too with Westwood up 
5-5, a minute 36 to go. Update from Calumet. West Iron County with a 49-35 lead. That game, 2.38 to play in the fourth quarter. Also, Northern Michigan hockey has roared back, and they've taken a 2-1 lead on Alaska with 12.56 to go in period number two. Continue to look at the out-of-town scoreboard, keep you updated on games as we continue to get updates. A minute 36 to play in regulation, 53-48 Westwood on top by five. Out of the timeout for the Pats, Patron, Nelson, Lease, Profit, and Matty Koski. No change in the five on the floor. Marissa Delmont will play on ball. Patriots go get the ball in here. An official nearest the inbound has stopped play. Had to talk with one of the Patriot players on the floor, and now we're ready. Inbound goes to Maddie, driving to the basket. She's fouled on her way there. Maddie got free of everybody and was fouled going to the basket. She's to the line for a one-and-one. Mallory Delmont picking up her fourth foul, team seventh. Minute. So the Patriots need to know that if they're pressing, they've got to throw it to whoever she's guarding. Minute 35 to go, regulation. First free throw made, she'll get another. This one would make it a three-possession ball game. Patron and Profit on the low block for Westwood. Lease is near the center of the floor with Nelson as Maddie makes the second foul shot. Seven-point game, 90 seconds to go. Into the front court, Delmont. Top of the key for Curtis. Now to McGuire. Step back three from the wing is good. Oh, Glenn needed that if they want any chance of coming away with a win. It's a four-point game. Minute 20 to go. Profit near the center of the floor. Across timeline. Gets it to Nelson. Nelson. One dribble. Hands off to Lees. A minute 10 to go in the fourth quarter. 55-51. Tessa Lees with a basketball. Tessa dribbling between the circles. Letting time wind down. Nelson hands off to Maddie Koski near the center of the floor. Maddie still with the basketball. Under a minute to play in regulation. Westwood leading and Ben Olsen telling his team get up there and foul her. And Kirk Corcoran got a timeout in before they did. He's yelling for fouls and Westwood would would be alright with that. Yeah. We had it in Maddie and Tessa's hands and he's yelling for foul but I don't know that they could foul because Delmont was the one with four fouls that was on her. 52 seconds left in regulation. Westwood leading 55-51. to 51. With the basketball, every Gwynn foul the rest of the way will put Westwood to the line. And Westwood's got one to give. They can, stop a, they can stop a quick run out if they need to. No matter how this game plays out, give a ton of credit to Coach Olsen and the Model Town. Oh, they've, they've had, had a great plan tonight, and their girls have shot the ball better probably tonight. Then they've shot it in a long time, and I know he's been waiting for that to happen. And, of course, you never want to be the recipient of that, but you like to see the game go back and forth and be a great game like this. But you want to come out on top anyway. So the Patriots got to get this ball inbound and make another play. Make it hurt. If you're going to overpressure us on this inbound play, make them give up another layup or free throws. Winner is on to the regional semifinal in Escanaba Monday night. If it's Westwood, Jared and I will have the call. 52 seconds left in regulation. Patriot basketball inbound goes to Maddie. Maddie defended by Mallory Delmont. Driving top of the key, brings it back out and runs some clock. 
Wynn has got to start using their fouls. Maddie at the center of the floor, triple teamed, and she is finally fouled. And that might be the end of the night for Mallory Delmont. By her expression, I'm guessing you're right. They did get her for her fifth. So unless her team comes back and wins this game, that is the end of her fantastic high school career. Eighth team foul on Gwynn. Taylor back on the floor. 40 seconds left. Maddie to the line for a one and one. Delmont will continue her career at Finlandia. Nice to kick her a little bit here. Couple of dribbles, front end of the one and one is missed. A rare miss, long rebound. Maddie has a shot at it. Ball loose on the floor. Bodies dive for it. And a jump ball is called. Westwood's going to get it back. Ben Olson thinks he got a timeout in before Westwood tied him up. But he got that warning earlier. Can't really plead his case any further. The arrow does favor Westwood. 35 seconds left, fourth quarter, four-point lead. Lease in the backcourt. Lease for Nelson. Nelson to Maddie. Maddie, they got a foul. Time's winding down. Get it to Patron. Patron rotating to Lease. Lease all by her lonesome, and finally she's wrapped up by Trish McGuire. 21 seconds left. Wow, big free throws for Tessa right here. 19 foul on Gwynn. It's the fourth on McGuire. Lease came into the game shooting 84% at the stripe, and Jillian Koski back on the floor replacing Nelson. They need a little ball handling maybe in there, and the free throw shooting. They weren't guarding Emily. They were double-teaming Madeline and leaving Emily open. Front end of the one-and-one one is made. Tessa coming up big late. One more for 56-51, 21 seconds left in regulation. Couple of dribbles, second foul shot on the way, missed it off the front of the rim. Rebound, Marissa Delmont pushes into the front court, 17 seconds left. Delmont top of the key. Delmont hands off McGuire. McGuire, NBA length three on the way and missed off the heel of the rim. Rebound, Jillian Koski. Maddie with it in the backcourt, and she's wrapped up with seven seconds to play. And that might be the end of Brooke Manor's night. Tenth team foul on Gwynn. Two team, two uh, shots coming up for Westwood. Maddie Koski to the line. Kurt Corcoran's taking everybody off the block. Couple of subs at the scores table for Gwynn. Westwood student section traveled very well. They're full all the way to the top, and they can already feel it. First foul shot made. They're doing the I believe that we just won, and uh, I, don't, I don't like that yet, but. Seven seconds away from a district championship. One more foul shot coming. This would make it a three-possession game. No navy blue jerseys on the low block. Second foul shot is good. 58-51, seven seconds left. Into the front court, Marissa Delmont. Top of the key, McGuire lets a three fly, misses it. Rebound, pulled down. Westwood Patriots, district champions. Wow, what a battle the Gwynn model towners put up for the Westwood Patriots tonight. You have to give them so much credit. That team came out here and played Westwood in one of the toughest fought games they have seen all year. They played a great game plan, 
And boy, the Gwynn Model Towners showed what they're made of tonight here in this game against the Westwood Patriots. See, Westwood Patriots had to do everything they could do to get by this district final. So congratulations to Coach Ben Olson and the, and the Gwynn Model Towners, and those kids fought hard tonight. We've got the post game coming up, the awards ceremony and what have you for the district championship. Westwood is moving on. They will play on the Monday night in Escanaba. We'll recap it for you next in the postgame show on ESPN-UP. Crystal clear trout streams, pristine forest, and a sky so blue it hurts the eyes. We make our home in the most beautiful part of Michigan. We're Embers Credit Union. We cherish the abundance of lakes, the sound of fresh snow underfoot, waves crashing on the shore, and the crackle of an evening campfire. We also cherish the dreams and aspirations of the people who give the UP its unique character. Embers Credit Union is dedicated to fueling the passions of our members and the communities we serve. We see a world of potential in our neighbors, and we're here to provide personalized guidance, solid financial advice, and solutions to get them to the next level. What's your passion? A new home, a better vehicle, or seeing America in an RV. Together, we'll get there. Straight talk banking that matches your way of life. Let's live it up. Embers Credit Union, offices of Marquette and Nagani, and embers.org. Member NCUA, an equal housing lender. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. The award ceremony taking place now as the Patriots receive their district champion medals. Patriots winners tonight in Gwynn, 58-51 the final. Back and forth for most of this contest. Patriots trailed early on, 10-7. First time we've trailed in this postseason, but went on a 4-0 run to end the first quarter, led 11-10. Westwood led by as many as nine in the first half, went up 30-23 at the halftime break. Led by double digits on multiple occasions in the third quarter, but Gwynn battled back and they got within one at the end of three, 45 to 44. It was back and forth early on. The trophy's been presented, and the student section rushes the court to celebrate with their squad. Well deserved. Coach Dieterle's over there going, get him out of there. He doesn't want anybody stepped on in there. It's a mob scene. A fantastic basketball game and a great performance by Gwynn. They gave Westwood all they could handle. Played them right down to the wire, but the Patriots with enough this evening. Their season will continue, and we will head to the regional tournament, the semifinals Monday night in Escanaba, and we know our opponent will be West Iron County. They took down Calumet 55-41 in Calumet this evening. We saw West Iron really early in the year, Jared, and they're without one of their top players. She did play. She suited, but very limited with Eden Gallagher. She was still limping from a lingering injury, really wasn't anywhere near as effective as she can be. So it's almost like it's a brand-new first meeting with them. And it actually is because what a lot of people don't know is um, the, the Laturi senior on their team, who is a very big contributor to their basketball team and a very good defensive player and a very good shooter and uh she did not suit for that game either so they have two more but we also have our cheat code that we didn't have for the first game either so uh you know we got natalie prophet they got laturi and a healthy gallagher 
And uh, you know what? These girls in, in, in Westwood have battled against those girls from West Iron County all the way up through. There have been bloodbaths in youth tournaments with these kids. And, and they've gone back and forth at each other, and they've won some, and they've lost some, and they've made each other better all the way through. And it's nice to see them both emerge and end up at that stage. They will play in a regional semifinal Monday night in Escanaba. Jared and I will have the call right here on ESPN-UP. Let's take our last time out. You'll hear from Coach next. You're listening to the ESPN-UP Westwood Post Game Show. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Jared Koski on the call. Patriot girls winners tonight 58-51 over Gwynn and will move on to the regional semifinals Monday night in Escanaba. Patriots trail briefly early on, led by as many as 11. Gwynn got back as close as within one. But the Patriots with enough in the tank to win it down the stretch. Jared, if you're ready, let's take a look at the individual scoring. Uh, we'll lead off with the points, and we'll give you a monster number right off the bat. Tess, at least 21. And I don't know if any more were important than the last uh, three points she made. The two she made on the fast break to put us up two possessions, and then the free throw she made late. Uh, that's followed by Carly Patron with 14, who had a great game, 6-7 shooting again. I think Carly's missed two shots in the last two games. Natalie Profit, 11 points tonight. Tough physical game for her. Some great defense. Um, three rebounds to go along with that. Maddie Koski with 10, getting in there with mostly free throws again. Not getting many shots up late in the season, being face guarded and being chased around. And teams saying, we're not going to let you shoot. But she's still finding a way to get to that double-digit point. What we're shooting for is four players in double digits, and they figured it out tonight. So uh, Jillian Koski added two, and uh, that's it for the scoring. So the rebounds were 19 rebounds for the Patriots, 12 assists for the Patriots, five steals. And uh, we shot 50% from the three-point line tonight, 54 from inside for a total of 52.9 and 80% from the free-throw line. I do believe Coach Dieterle will be getting a Mohawk as a result of a district championship. Uh, I'm not sure that he's going to show up at uh, Escanaba with that Mohawk, but I'm pretty sure the banquet at the end of the season is going to end up in a Irv Dieterle Mohawk. No 72-year-old will have ever worn it better. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> Coach Corcoran's making his way up here before we sign off. Once again, Patriots district champions, 58-51, the final over a gritty Gwyn model towner group. Give a ton of credit to them. They came in here and they gave us everything we could handle. 
But Westwood improves to 22-1 and and is moving on to the regional semis. Gwynn will close their season with a record of 12-10. and All right, as we get set to finish off the postgame show, I'm joined by head coach Kurt Corcoran. Coach, last time you were on this floor, you won a conference title. Tonight, a district title. Your team is playing on, but and give a ton of credit to Gwynn. I mean, they, they came here ready to play, and you know, they gave us everything we could handle. Yeah, I knew they would. Um, that's, it's, it's, we've, everybody's been telling you. Everybody, uh, Ben, after every loss, he goes, yeah, we, every, every coach says to him, God, I hate playing you guys. You're dangerous. And he's like, yeah, everybody says that, you know, but they, they really are. They're a dangerous team. How many three-pointers did they hit tonight? Yeah, it was up there. You know, uh, and they caught fire, and I told them. I've been telling everybody. Ben's just been sandbagging for the last two months saying how poor of shooters they are, and I said it, I, it's not going to be that way uh friday night um you know this is winning a some teams uh district play districts don't mean a whole lot because they're in easier districts to to win a district in in this district is is an incredible feat it really is um to win a conference is is great hey but oftentimes oftentimes the conference champion doesn't come out the district champion and um that's just that's just a reflection on the basketball that's the level of basketball that's up in this this area um i, I give all the credit in the world to, to Gwyn. they had us on the ropes um multiple times and you know we threw everything at them and i thought our our defense was terrible tonight uh, we gave up way too many layups very uncharacteristic of us and i don't know i'm gonna have to go back and look at, at what happened um but you know, give them credit. They were ready with a lot of uh, different sets, and um, you know, they hit big shots, big momentum shots, and you can t- you can tell the crowd gets into it. Um, it's this is a, this is a ver- very uh, this is a big big time advantage when you when you're the home team here in Gwynn. Oh, coach, not many open seats tonight. Your fans traveled really well. Where for you does this game rank as far as atmospheres and fun environments that you've been a part of? Um, as a coach, it's it's up there. Um, you know, when we played last year, we we played we've played in this atmosphere um, more than a handful of times. Um, but this was reminiscent too of I won. I've been telling the girls all year that this season is really reminding me of my senior year of basketball. We were we were 19 and one. Our only loss was to Nagani at Nagani. We beat Nagani in the districts, and then we we actually won our district final here in this gym on. On the last second, it was there was no time left on the clock, and we hit a free throw to win it, and it was um, place just erupted. It went crazy. So this this ranks up there. Our, our fan section was awesome. Um, I've been waiting years for a, a fan section like this. So they they all got on the fan bus. They 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 all traveled out here. Um, did a great job. And I mean, when you're when you're playing in a uh, such a uh, fierce atmosphere like this you have to have your your fans backing you up um answering their student section so great atmosphere fantastic makes makes me emotional all the hard work we put into this and uh the all the hard work these girls put in so uh, just uh you know speechless gonna try to enjoy this one you know i was hoping it wasn't gonna be such a good game um but i knew they'd come ready to play and um you know, this is the big dance. That's why they call it, you know, March Madness. So uh, onward we go. Well, Coach, you're going to face West Iron County in the regional semis for the first time since December 11th. 
Both these teams are going to look a lot different by then. What are the odds that Coach Dieterle's Mohawk will be on the sidelines for that game? <laughs> Who told you about uh, Jared just oh. told me about that. I had no idea that was a thing till now. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I, <laughs> I thought we said if we won a state championship, we would shave ourselves Mohawks. That's, that's what you're going to convince the girls on the way back. Congrats, Coach. Thanks for stopping up. We'll Thanks see you Monday night. That's Kirk Corcoran, head girls basketball coach at Westwood. His team, district champs, with a 58-51 win tonight in Gwynn. That's it for us. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast. I know you enjoyed the outcome. Westwood girls, district champs. We'll see you Monday night here on ESPN-UP.